do. You 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 ain't built for cold, man. I'm not, man. I'm not built for when cold. When it dropped below sixty in Valdosta, you you were pulling out the parka. More than that, shoot. I had like the thermal pants on and everything. Like there's gotta be somebody that has like like heat heatable pants or something. Like where I can like plug my pants into yeah, the wall. Yeah, they tried that and uh they those caught on fire. So I don't Hey, keeps you warm. <laughs> Does the job. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to be hell. I just want to be like, you know, earthly warm, you know, right around, you know, 84 degrees Fahrenheit. That's, that's all I'm looking for. All right, let's get started here. In Georgia Bama coaches. Sorry for the delay. How's it down there? Your, your house back to normal solo? Yeah, I'm missing like five shingles off my roof. But other than that, like, it's – oh, yeah, my fence is doing the shoulder lean right now. But other wow. than that, like, everything's fine. But insurance covers a new roof anyway, so, you, so there you go. You get, a, you get a brand new roof. I mean, yeah, but it's like, you know, with grown people, you have to get an adjuster and everything, and it's like less yeah, it than $2,000. it's a process, yeah. Yeah, it's less than $2,000 worth of damage. And, like, like, our deductible is like 1% of what our house is worth. So like that comes out to be like five grand. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna find somebody to lean the the fence back over and pour some more cement in it to anchor it down, and then I'm just gonna get up there and put the five shingles on myself, and then call it a day. See, in you know, normal cities, uh, my parents they had hail damage to their roof. The adjuster climbed up the ladder, looked at the roof for about two seconds, said, "Yeah, you need a new roof," and came back down. Brand new roof, fully paid for by insurance. Yeah, that's nice. Um, yeah, when you live in Hurricane Alley, it's not going to work that way. They, uh, it's crazy. It's not going to work. Not going to work at all. So. All right, so we'll get started. We got a new segment. We're going to start the show out with. Um, it's called the Notre Dame Team in Distress Award. So nah. <laughs> So, Sorry. Notre Dame is not eligible for the award because I know you guys would pick them every single week. And that why? That would get bored. Why, or, why are they or, not eligible? Because you would pick them every single week. So I just named uh, Don't worry. Don't, I mean, don't worry. I mean, we already know who's coming in next. Like, I, 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 I need this <laughs> segment right here. I need this segment right here because – out of all of our teams, only one of them looks like a weld oil machine, and then all the other ones look like booty butt cheeks. But so, yeah. last time I checked, Georgia won by the biggest margin of all the teams. So you played so, and, Arkansas. And, hey, hey, hey! Let me it finish matter. explaining. Let me finish <laughs> explaining the, the parameters, the qualifications for this. So, you guys like to talk about how Notre Dame's in distress. Except that, that my, my team is in trouble. I, I, I respect that. But we have to talk about other things. So to acknowledge the fact that Notre Dame is the team in distress without us having to talk about it every single week because people get bored, the, the award is named the Notre Dame Team in Distress Award. So you pick a team, you could pick a player, get creative with it. As far as a team that should be flying their flag upside down right now. Solo, you're going last, just because I'm going to let you just stew on it. Lamoris, you may start. All right. So, 
I'm going to go with two different teams. Uh, number one, you, you know it. <laughs> number one, we're just going to go with the, the number three ranked team, supposedly, in the nation that consistently At, fails. Record, this can to, be across any sport, any sport, any league, whatever. It doesn't have to be specifically college football, even though it's named after a college football team that's in distress. Okay, well, I got three teams. But uh, Jesus, Oklahoma is absolute garbage. Their defense is terrible. And I don't know how you end up losing to a um, Kansas State team. Just, I don't know. Oklahoma, you got to get it together. Like, I know your offense is high-powered, but there was a time where Spencer Rattler was like 22 of 20 five and passing but the three um miss passes or incomplete passes were interceptions so like he completed all of his passes to somebody just you know not your actual team uh don't know how you lose to kansas state that makes no sense kansas state just lost to arkansas state but um yeah oklahoma do better number two and this is kind of going to be like a underrated uh, team in distress. Florida State looks absolute garbage. They lost fifty-two to ten to Miami. Like they lost to Georgia. The same, State. They lost Their to head Georgia. Coach State. had COVID. Like Florida State, holy crap! I don't see how any recruits would go there at this point with the showing that they're putting up right now. And it all started with uh, your head ball coach leaving. Uh, can't recover. But Florida State, you got to do something better. And last, Falcons, you're a team in distress. Accept it. Accept it. Tank. Get get Justin Fields. Trade Matt Ryan. Let's start this over. Get rid of Dan Quinn. We suck. Get rid of Thomas Dimitrov also in the front office. We got to do the whole thing. Blow it up. Team is trash. Love to see it, though. Uh, I'm glad you brought the Falcons in because that correlates to my team and my team in distress. And I'm actually going to go bigger than just a team. I'm going to go for an entire division. The NFC East uh, is the entire thing is in distress right now. The NFL. They have two wins so far. One is in conference. That doesn't count. The other one. It took a monumental collapse for them to win the game. And Nobody knowing the rule to that that the receiving team can pick up the football before it goes ten yards. That that took for this team for this comp this division to get two wins. Uh meanwhile, a lot of their key guys are injured, i.e. Saquon Barkley, who they're about to play the 49ers. Um 49ers are hurt. They're in trouble too, yeah, but still, it's still going to be like a 20, 30 point game. Uh, Cowboys don't know who they are. Eagles are holding on. They're, they're like, they're in a bad marriage right now and they don't want to admit it with Carson Wentz. And start Jalen. They need, yeah, they need to start Jalen. Start Jalen. They, they, they're, they're holding on to a marriage longer than they should. This is over with Carson Wentz. They'll need to both move on. They should have kept Nick Foles, but that's a different story for a different day. And then we have the Redskins. No, no, no. That's racist. 
I'm sorry. Washington football team. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to get used to that. I'm sorry. It's still weird. The Washington football team, they're, they, they have one win in division against the team we just talked about, the Eagles. And their loss was to the Arizona Cardinals. Who Don't get me wrong. They've, no. they've looked good this year. But still, the Arizona Cardinals, like the – like it's not like you lost to the Patriots or the Seahawks. Like you, you lost to the Cardinals. It's so that's my my submission there. Don't look now, but Washington is going to win the uh, NFC East. Yeah, it by first. With six wins. You heard it here hey. first. I'm yeah, just hey. throwing it out there. I mean, why not? Hey, black quarterbacks, we gotta support them. Okay, this segment's going to give me a little bit of joy. Let's start in the sport of – I don't even know where to start yet because I got, I got three teams as well. Yeah, let's start in football. Let me, let me, get, let me guess who your teams are first. Let me, let me guess. Georgia. <laughs> Georgia. The Clippers. Yes, Falcons. Young guy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Before we start this, uh, shout out to the Cubs for, breaking, uh, for clinching their division. Uh, we gassed. Uh, Braves are better. Gosh. Huh? Braves are Tearing better. Atlanta team, I'm sorry. You have a soccer championship. I don't want to hear anything else from you. That's it. That's it. Okay, first, let's let's start. Let's start with football. Okay. Huh. The Atlanta Falcons. You have the best receiver on the freaking planet. Now, I mean, like maybe in this solar system. Let's go with the next three galaxies because probably there are aliens out there playing football and Julio Jones is still probably the best person in the next three galaxies. Okay. Well, we can go farther than just the one receiver. That receiving core. Yeah. Yeah. Julio, and you can't... Calvin Ridley, and Russell Gage, who in the first game all had 100 yards receiving. And I know I give wow. Matt Ryan a lot of crap. I do. I give Matt Ryan a lot of crap. But Matt Ryan is a decent quarterback. He's like, great for he's fantasy. Not, he, Less. Yeah, but like he's not elite, but he's not garbage. Like he's he's right there in the middle. And I'll I'd say he's that. tier three. This I, I, that's gonna, that's going to seem like a lot. I'll give him I'll give him tier two point five. But here, here's him. what it is. I'll give him tier two point five. Like normally they would be tier two, but like Lamar, Patrick Mahomes, and Russell Wilson created like a tier zero. Like they're above. They're they're in a tier class by their themselves with guys that normally would be tier two, with tier one. And they've elevated themselves from them, so you kind of have to make it tier three. Yeah, I mean, in my but in my honest opinion, he's like he's t he's ten or eleven in the he's NFL. So, he's a solid quarterback. Yes. Yeah, he's a solid him. quarterback. I mean, he he's right on par, but will probably get surpassed by Cam. Like him and Cam Newton are like yeah. neck. OCs neck right can't now. figure out how to use him, but you know. Yeah. We're Here's not going to go let's, let let's not make the Falcons' issues an offensive problem. They're We're not saying that. See, you're not giving 30. me. You're not giving, I, I, it, let him have his turn. Let, let him hey, hey, hey Lamoris, you had your time. Let him talk. It's let my talk. turn. It's my no, Skip Bayless. It's my turn. Matter of <laughs> fact, no shout out to, to Skip. Talk I hope you're not on offense. suicide watch right now. I hope you're not on suicide watch, Skip Bayless. It's all good. You're going to live. I promise you. You're going to live. But that's my thing. The Falcons' offense is never is not is not the issue, and which is why I'm giving Matt Ryan his props before I go down and tear everybody else down. Okay, let's just start with the defensive coordinator. I am a high school basketball coach. Okay, I have like two years experience with football and I feel like I can do your job better than you can. 
the general manager, what are you doing? Get your shit together. Find something, someone. Like, get a computer. Like, get log on to NFL.com or ESPN.com and do, like, a little fantasy trade thing. Like, maybe that'll help you out. Like, do your job better. He needs to be fired. <sighs> but I digress. The Falcons are the least of my problems. They're the least that, I mean, they're, they're bad, but they're not as bad as these next two. <laughs> it gives me so much pride and joy to say that the Georgia Bulldogs look like absolute bullshit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They look terrible. Like, we're all going to sit here and say that they were by the largest margin. Okay, let, let, let's put this into perspective, okay? You beat Arkansas. It took you until maybe the third quarter to take the lead. To beat Arkansas. Arkansas. No, no, with no, no, our no, fourth, no, no, no. With our no, fourth string QB. Your score at halftime was a tennis, ma- a tennis match set. I want you to understand that it was seven to five. Mm-hmm. All of these five stars, and you couldn't manage to put up a touchdown. Not one. DeWine Mathis is absolute garbage. I, that, it's my turn. I didn't interrupt you. It's my turn. Oh, it's my turn to it. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm just helping you. I'm letting you know. DeWine Mathis is absolute garbage. He had a nine was not for QBR. It was not for their defense and the fact that Arkansas is Arkansas. They would have lost that game. But I digress. Like they need a ton of help at the quarterback position because I'm sorry to tell you. That was the easiest game on their schedule. And I'm sorry, I don't think that the, the quarterback slash divorce lawyer, Bennett the fourth, <laughs> is going to be able to get you over the hump in the SEC. If like, they play like this next be- week, they, they have a loss. They, they could oh, most definitely. They're, they're like, going to lose that game if they look, play Did like you this. see what Mississippi State did to LSU? Yeah. Like, come on now. Y'all is in trouble. Y'all see, ooh, I can't wait for that Florida game this year. There's <laughs> some bad dudes down there now. Some bad, <laughs> nah. bad dudes. Oh, man, they might drop 80 on y'all head. Y'all see what they did to Ole Miss. <laughs> Florida's going to give up 40, even though they drop 80, but they'll still give up 40. Okay, anyway. You still win by 40, team. though. That's that's a trounce. Yeah. However you look at it, that's a trounce. My next team, before I get to my final disaster team, okay, I'm sorry, LSU. We're going to reload. We're going to be just as explosive as we were last year. You lost to the air raid offense in SEC football. That within itself is a sin. I don't know what type of sin that is. Like, it might be up there with envy and greed and slot. It might be one of the seven deadly ones. We just need to add that to eight. You let but on that note, shout offense. out to another VSU, uh, VSU coaching alum doing work in the SEC. True. Three now. We got three. Nonetheless, how in the world did the air raid offense beat an SEC defense? There, there's, no, there's no excuse. There's absolutely none. You should be fired on the spot. I love you, Coach O. I do. You're charismatic. You won one ring. And that's probably going to be it, unless you can find another Joe Burrow somewhere, anywhere. I have no idea where you're going to find him. I don't He's know. He's in Florida right now. I was now, wrong about you know, Joe Burrow. He, he, he gassed. Like, Joe yeah. Burrow is gassed. 
I will admit that I was wrong about him because seeing how he's doing in Cincinnati right now, granted the fact that they don't have any film on him yet, it's he's doing pretty well. But yeah, he's holding himself. That's I'm not. He, he looks solid up there. Yeah, he looks solid. Let's see if he can do it. You know, because he looks a whole lot better than Dwayne Hassan did. His first That's couple. Not a high games. bar, but you know. Anyways. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, he like we're not talking. He ain't RG three before like he did the cha cha slide and tore his knee up. But I mean, we'll see. We'll see. All right, let's get and to then your my last, last team here. Yeah. Last team, the Clippers. Thank you so much. Thank y'all for letting me see exactly what I've been saying the entire freaking year. You suck. Kawhi Leonard is a glorified role player. Paul George is a tier four person in the NBA at best when pressure is on. I don't care what you can do in the, in the, uh, in the regular season. Cough, cough, James Harden, sneeze, sneeze. It matters what you can do when it's all on the line, when the hardware is on the floor. When you need to get something done, and guess what? You fell through. To Doc Rivers, you make it real hard for me to support black coaches when you keep doing the same stupid stuff over and over and over again. Do better. Stop with this Lou Williams, best six man in the league. But legitimately, and y'all know how flexible JT's needs are. JT played better defense than Lou Williams. Let's be honest. Let's be real. Like, Lamar's don't even do that because, I'm sorry, Lou, Lou William played defense like that table sitting out there in the rain right now at my house. It just, it just sits there. He don't do nothing. And then for the role players, especially Patrick Beverly, I know you'll never hear this, but if you do, I'll be so happy. Stop talking. You do absolutely nothing but just run around. You're like a five-year-old in a 6'4 body. That's all you do. You run around. You don't play defense. You talk and you push. It's not football. Okay? We're not playing corner. It's basketball. And I'm just glad that they got exposed at the end of the day. Once again, shouts out to Skip Bayless. The knife is not the way. Don't jump off the bridge. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm done. All right. So, that's perfect segue into the NBA. So I want to say, first of all, to the Lakers fan, congratulations on your team. Thank you. What is it, 33rd time now? 32nd. 32nd time. But I'm not a Lakers fan. You're not a LeBron fan. LeBron fan, congratulations (laughs) on your man making it for the 10th time. The man has more finals appearances than half of the franchises in the NBA. But I digress. I, I digress. So we've had so we want I just want to point out that the Lakers have had a gentleman's sweep in every round so far. Uh that's pretty impressive, I would say. Um and and what supposedly is the tougher West. No, JT. No, did you not hear the new narrative? It's it's weak in the West now. Apparently, the oh, East is yeah. like the East is all the rage now. Apparently, the East is the legit West. now. No, the West the West is just like it's terrible. Come on, Harden Harden wasn't you know he wasn't all there like Lamar said he was going to be, and you know those Trailblazers they were the most deadly eighth seed in the East in the West. The most deadly. They were going to give LeBron problems. Oh my God! And let's not forget about those Nuggets. <laughs> 
Let's not forget about those nuggets. Three and one masters. Three and one hey. masters. And my personal favorite, the clip. Oh wait, never mind. Uh-oh. You know, I can't even get my hair cut no more. I don't trust. I don't trust no. I don't trust no clippers no more. I can't even get my hair cut right now. It's it's a crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I know the clippers need to go ahead and just go to St. Louis. Like, just get out of L.A. Go to St. Louis. Go go to Milwaukee. Go go share that state. Go share that state. Go to Seattle. Like you know, do, do just, go, to, go, go to Birmingham. Go to Birmingham, man. Don't don't, nah, don't bring that franchise to Birmingham. No, Alabama's <laughs> all about winning. Like, I don't know. We all, even as much hell as I give Auburn, I mean, hell, at least they win stuff. They got cheap, but they win stuff. Y'all ain't bring that sorry-ass franchise to Alabama. <laughs> no, sir. Uh, all right, so what about the East? Are the, uh, the Heat going to pull it out? They're going to shut the series down? Nah. Celtics pull, no. are gonna, Celtics are going to come back. I think it's gonna there's gonna be definitely be a game seven on Tuesday. I agree with that. I yeah, I mean you're starting to see the the youth that is the heat. I mean, yes, you have Jimmy Butler. Yes, you got uh Andre Iguodala that plays like a limited role, but a lot of people that you're leaning on, this is their first experience with this much, you know, pressure on the line. Um, I mean, Tyler Hero, don't get me wrong. The hell with what Charles Barkley said. Tyler Hero is a walking bucket. I mean, he is a bucket. He's averaging 20 and having 37-point games as a rookie. You don't see that type of stuff every day. You just don't. However, um, I'm thinking that his youth and experiences, inexperience is catching up to him, especially when, like, he doesn't get a, a chance to, like, shoot his jump shot whenever he wants to. He's starting to struggle. Uh, the same thing goes for um, – What's Duncan's first name? Anybody Duncan know? That's his first name. It's Duncan Is Robinson. It? Yeah. My bad. Duncan Robinson. Excuse me. Um, once again, fantastic shooter. Um, very, very, very good shooter. But other than that, I mean, uh, defense has been subpar. Um, he's a, like I said, over-the-top shooter. But other than that, he doesn't really do give you anything else on the offensive end. Um and me, in all honesty, I I would be more worried if as the Lakers to see the Miami Heat only because of the matchups. I mean, you have Jimmy Butler, who I don't think can stop LeBron, but he can, you know, get in front of him. Uh, as far as the matchup for AD, you do have Bam, but I'm, I don't think that Bam is ready to take on somebody like AD, not quite yet. Um, and then... Like I said, when we do play Dwight Howard, who is not playing like Orlando Dwight Howard, but is playing awfully close, can't believe I gave that man credit. Um, I just don't see how you stop those those three pieces. And then with the complimentary pieces of Rondo, Danny Green when he's not breaking, uh, Kyle Kuzma when he's not worried about what he's wearing. Like, I don't see how you stop those people. I don't see how you stop those pieces. So with that being said, uh, I kind of see the the most the I see the Lakers winning in five again, no matter who the opponent is. The only team that could probably stretch them to six, in my opinion, in my personal opinion, would be the Celtics, and that's only because only because the Celtics have more experience in this spot right here. They just do. I mean, even though Jason Tatum is young, he's had more experience at this level. Jalen Brown's been here before in the conference finals. Um, Brad Stevens has been to, I think this is his second or his third conference finals. 
as a as the Celtics head coach, I honestly believe that they would give us more fits because they're more prepared. But that's just my opinion. I think, or I hope, the Heat win it tonight. Um, if they don't win it tonight, it's a wrap. I think the Celtics take Game Seven, but the Heat. This is their their chance to go ahead and seal the deal. Um, we'll see what happens. Jimmy Butler needs to have one of his best games. Tyler Hero and uh, Duncan Robinson have been doing their jobs. Neither one of them are defenders. They're like, what, uh, J.J. Reddick and Kyle Korver on the court together, yeah. essentially. But yeah, the younger really versions. Uh, so they, they're going to shoot. They're going to score, both of them. But Jimmy Butler really needs to go ahead and close this out. I, In terms of the Lakers playing either team, either way, they're going to win. It's, it's kind of done deal now but the only I question think is it going to be five five games or six games pretty much because i mean i think whoever goes is get gets one but i don't know if they get two i don't know if the celtics get one if they make it i don't know i don't know i don't know if they get one i the only reason i say that the celtics the, the one thing that's missing from the celtics is that they don't have any bigs for real for real um, and it's kind of different from what we went up against with the Rockets. The Rockets still have like firepower with James Harden. They still have like one player that's legitimately a dominant player. Granted, Jason Tatum is getting there, but he's not that right now. And I would hope that LeBron can lock him up a little bit better than what uh, the Heat are doing right now. But if they play the Celtics, I could see it being a 4-0 sweep easily. I wouldn't. Uh, he's got that confidence. I don't see it. I, I feel like this. The way that the Celtics play defense and with the matchups that they have, um, I mean, obviously, I don't feel like Jason Tatum can can stop LeBron. But, I mean, I mean, he's stood toe-to-toe with them slightly, you know, for a quarter here, quarter there two years ago. I mean – once again, the the albatross hanging around their necks is the fact that they don't have anybody that matches up well with AD. If you put the uh, thesis or the ices on on him, I mean, AD just sits out and shoots mid ranges all day, and that's a wrap. If you put God, I don't even know who else they would have to match up on him because I feel like at that point you would have to get like a Jalen Brown to go guard him to go guard AD. And if you do that, I just put Jalen Brown in the post. You know what I mean? And I just go to work. I just – I honestly – I don't see a way that either one of them can win against the Lakers unless, like I said, you just – unless Jason Tatum just comes out and has four ungodly games. And I'm talking about he's got to come out and it's got to be like 35, 17, and like 12. And Jimmy Butler – I'm never saying I've never said that he's bad, but I don't think he can be the best player on a championship team. I just don't think that he can. I don't think that he can. Like Jimmy, he comes up clutch. He comes up good in clutch moments. But this, think about what type of numbers he puts up when he's having an off game. I mean, 
let's be real. LeBron, when he has an off game, it's damn near triple-double. Like, we got mad at him when they lost game four. Oh, no, it wasn't game four. Sorry, it was game three. And he had 29, eight, two blocks, two steals. Like, that was an off game for LeBron. Jimmy Butler, when he has an off game, it's like 12 to 14 points, you know, maybe five assists and like three or four rebounds. You know what I mean? It's just like and I don't see him being able to sustain a high level of play for over four games, not because he's not – he doesn't have the mindset. I just don't believe he's good enough to do it. Like, definite tier three player in the NBA, but – in order to make a push, you got to be teetering on tier one, if in or not if in tier two, and he's just not there yet. Jimmy Butler is what Paul George Paul George wishes he was, like yeah. a defensive player. Offensively, can do a little bit of everything, but you know, and actually can occasionally show up when right. Still, yeah, I, I, I'll go a step further. I'll go a step further. Jimmy Butler is what Paul George used to be when he was in Indianapolis. I'm talking about 24 PG, not PG-13. Ever since that boy tore his knee up in that USA camp, he been garbage. I mean, like, I'm talking about butt cheeks. I remember when LeBron wanted him to come to Cleveland, and I am so thankful. I am so thankful he did not come. Because if he would have been playing like this against Cleveland, that boy would have been jumped off a bridge because he can't, you can't handle the mental part of the game and you're not even the favorite. You know what I mean? Like he couldn't handle the bubble and he wasn't even a perennial favorite. What I mean by is it's like, you know, like, yes, we expected them to go to the, like to the Western conference finals, but even if the Clippers made it to the Western conference finals and somehow beat the Lakers, I still don't consider them to be perennial favorites over somebody that's coming out of the East. Could you imagine if he had to endure the stress of what it's like to be the number one person? I, I don't think he could. I just don't think he could. Because in Indianapolis and Indiana, there was, was no expectations. There was, was no expectations. But it was an ensemble cast, too. Like You're right. You had three, four guys like this kind of the Spurs used to have that were all that, you know, you know upper 80s you know, rating-wise, all playing together, and nobody had to be the guy. You're absolutely right. I mean, like, Paul George was the closer on that team, but, I mean, like, he – we got to remember, he also had Danny Granger before Danny Granger got hurt, and Danny mm -hmm. Granger before he got hurt was like – we were talking about this man being a tier one person. Like, we thought he was going to be, like, up there before he got hurt. You had David West. Uh, you had a young Sabonis who actually is coming alive right now, and he got to play with, you know, get into prime Sabonis. I mean, and he also had – what was the little, the little guard? He had Monte Ellis for a little while. It's like – oh, didn't he, didn't he have one of the Holiday Brothers? Mm, I, I don't know. Am I, I, am I, I, Hibbert, I, I had Hibbert, I think. He had Roy Hibbert. Yeah, there, yeah, there. You know, yeah you're right. You're right. He had Roy Hibbert. And, and he uh, had a point guard. No, Darren Collison. My bad. He had Darren Collison. Not and there was also uh, Lance Stevenson was there with them too. Yeah. So, like, in my personal opinion, like, Paul George has no room to be even compared in that type of echelon player right now until he can get his crap together. 
But coming back over to what the original argument was, it's like, yeah, I honestly do believe that Jimmy Butler is sustained what Paul George was for about two or three years for like the last like six. I mean, because Jimmy Buckets was doing his thing in Chicago when he got traded to the, the Temple Wolves. He literally had to leave Minnesota because his mindset was too much for those young guys to handle. He wasn't a bad guy. He just wanted to win. Oh, no, no. He, he wasn't a team him. guy. He wasn't a team guy. Man, miss me with all that. It's because those guys were content with making their money, playing basketball, and not caring about winning or losing. And Jimmy actually cared. Fast forward, you get him to Philadelphia. Philadelphia is – I don't I, – I would have gave that man whatever he wanted to get him to stay. Because now you're talking about that team actually could beat the Lakers. I'm being honest. That That's dangerous. Ball, yeah, that's dangerous. They're dangerous because even though they don't have any shooters, now you got the size and you got the matchups in your favor. Joel Embiid can go toe-to-toe with Anthony Davis. Ben Simmons can guard LeBron. When he wants now, to. Who, when he wants to. And now who you going to put on Jimmy? Lakers. It's crazy. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess Kuzma. I mean, yeah. Oh hell no. Nah. He'll cook uh, Kuzma for breakfast. I don't, I'm, not, I'm just saying, but, but I'm saying who? I think that's the 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 next guy you have to put on. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to. That's the only person you can put on him. Should I probably take my chances with Alex Caruso? To be completely honest. Well, you can't put Rondo on him because Rondo's too short. He's just gonna he's just gonna stand right there and just. I know it just like and go straight over him. Just shoot straight over him. Like yeah. So, I mean, that that's just me. I really do feel like the Celtics do have a perennial superstar. He's just so young. Like, Jason Tatum is 23 years old. Yeah, I mean, he, needs, he needs to be – for the team that's around him, he needs, he needs to be about two more years of experience for them to be a threat. Correct. And, they, I mean, and those and guys around him are going to be this level in two years. And I'm going to be honest with you. been around for a while. Kemba Walker's been around for a while. True. Now, everybody going to get mad at me when I say this, but I honestly believe it. And then I'm going to stop talking after I say this. The Celtics are nothing more than a low-budget Clippers team. Now, I want you to think about it. Marcus Smart, Patrick Beverly, same person. Pat Marcus Smart is better. I get that. But they're the same person. Kawhi, Jason Tatum, two years earlier, same player. And then you got, Lord forgive me for saying this, but it's, it's the truth. Gordon Hayward and Paul George are the exact same guy. The exact same guy. I might High take potential. Gordon over, over Paul George at this point. Oh, no, no, no. You're absolutely right. I'm being honest with you. But yeah, exactly. I, just yeah. because I feel like in clutch time, I've seen Gordon Hayward do things. Yep. In the last two years. From Paul George for a while. Injury. Yeah. So and that that's my only thing. That's the reason why I feel like they can get two, maybe two wins, is because they're constructed just like the Clippers. Do I think that they'll beat the Lakers? Nah. But do I think they're good enough to still two games away? Like we go up, like I say we I think can see us going up two one, two nothing, then they win one, then we win game five. And then, uh, I'm sorry, they win game five, making it, you know what I'm saying, 3-2, and then we win in game six. Like, I, that's what I can see. Now, I, I agree with you. I think 
either way, we're going to get the same result. I think from a marketing standpoint, LA Miami is better than Boston LA. Uh, and that's even coming to account the quote unquote rivalry of Boston. Right. LA. Uh, Cause there's just nobody there. If Jimmy Butler was on the Celtics and this team was constructed the exact same way, that would be a marquee matchup. And we all, we, they might screw the bubble concept and have them play in Boston and LA just because of that. Cause that would be huge, huge. They'd, I mean, still play without fans. Play in their home stadiums, going back and forth. Yeah, I can see that. I, that, that, that that's right different. There, I can but, actually see that happening. But Boston and LA looks kind of boring to me, honestly. And there's, there's not gonna, they're who are they gonna put Gordon Hayward up on up 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 on the ads next to LeBron? Or can and we- that's what I'm saying. It's like there, there's no Like, don't get me wrong. Like, as much as I hate Paul Pierce, and I mean, like, I can't say I hate him, but as much as I strongly dislike Paul Pierce. He was at least enough pool yeah. to get the rivalry to make it look like it was worth something. Now, was he even close to being on Kobe's level? No. Hell no. But but they could use that. It made you tune in. You, exactly. It make you tune in. Like I feel like we're looking at a B minus uh old school Spurs team kind of right now. Yeah, I, I can give you that. I can honestly give you that. They're not as good I, I as the Spurs was, but they, they're they kind of that level to me, that kind of like, it's going to be, all right, This if they somehow pull off there, they're going to be like, Celtics won, a, won, a, won the, the NBA Finals next day. Done talking about it. Just, it's like legit. That's what it would be. It'd be more, you would see more LeBron bashing than you would see them actually winning something. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like the market employed for this one is just like, the Miami Heat haven't been to the finals ever since LeBron left them. Yeah. And it would be like, you know, even though I don't think it would happen, it would like it would cement that Pat Riley and the whole organization was right for like being, you know, for not for being petty for when LeBron walked away by saying basically, we don't need you. So with that being said. I honestly do think that, like, Miami, L.A. will be better, but I still think that L.A. wins in five, and I get to talk crap. I really feel this is about to be 2016 all over again. It really is. It's about to be 2016 all over again. My football team won in 2016. Shouts out to Peyton Manning. LeBron won one for Cleveland, and the Cubs won. It's all, it's all coming back together. It's all coming back together. 2020, you are not, you've let me down in so many ways. But let's go ahead and go. Cubs are making the World Series. LeBron's winning the fourth ring. And in all honesty, in all honesty, Cam Newton is making it to the Super Bowl. You heard it here first. I'm I'm putting that I'm putting that out there. I'm putting it in the atmosphere. Cam Newton is making the Super Bowl. All right. On that note, uh, we're gonna take a break. Once again, we are looking for sponsors, so if you want to hit us up, we'll talk about y'all. We'll be back in a few minutes. No way the Cubs win the World Series, by the way. Please follow us on Twitter at GeorgiaBamaSees. And 
tell your friends that whatever podcast provider they subscribe to, they can find our podcast. Welcome back in to Georgia Bama Coaches. Uh, we're going to get into baseball a little bit more now. Um, a lot of teams are locking up playoff berths. Uh, so we're going to give our predictions as far as who gets it this year. Um, some of us will say, claim that they're speaking with their head, but we know they're going to be speaking with their heart on this matter. Uh, but let's get started. Uh, Solo, what you got? Okay. I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm just, I'm looking at the postseason layout right now, okay? So let's just, let's start in the AL, okay? Let's start in the American League because we already know the National League's better, but, you know, we'll just start over here. We have Tampa Bay going up against Toronto. I mean, in the wild card, I mean, I really don't even think that that's even a question. I really feel that we all know that Tampa Bay is going to wind up thrashing Toronto. I mean, that's not even a question, so we're going to move on from there. The Yankees and the White Sox, as much as it would give me pleasure to see JT squirm and lose to our little brother in Chicago. Oh, we're going to lose that. I believe that we're going to lose. They're going to lose. Damn, y'all yeah. are not uh, no. I, I so look, I don't think you that. realize. How I'll break down the, the Yankees in a minute, are. but go 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 ahead and continue. No, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Y'all got a shit ton of problems going on over there. Crap ton of problems going on over there. Yeah. However, however, from what I've seen, the Yankees do over the course of this season because I actually do watch them. Not as much as my Cubs, but I do watch them. I think that you have just enough, just enough to edge out the wild card. Now, after that, you're screwed. You're screwed after that. But I think you have enough to win this wild card matchup. Okay, you have the A's and you have the Astros. Do you even have to ask me who I think is going to win that? Let's be real. I hate the Astros. The, you're not going with the cheaters? You're not? You're not? You're not? Oh, yeah. No, nah, I mean, you, you know me. I love cheaters. I mean, they're, that, that's just – that's – that's A1. So, yeah, I'm giving that to the A's. And then here we got, okay, I'm not even going to acknowledge that series. We don't even care. Let's go over to the NL, to the, yeah, to the National League. Okay, so now we have the Dodgers, okay? Obviously, I feel like the Dodgers are going to make the, the uh, what's his name, the championship series. So I'm not even going to acknowledge that with the response. Let's go down to this bottom bracket because I know, I know this one is going to get a little bit personal. This is going to get a little bit personal. Okay, so you got Chicago. Going up against the Marlins. You already know how I feel about this. And then right below them, right below them, you got this Atlanta team going up against the Reds, which is criminal because Atlanta is on a roll. Atlanta is on a roll. They will steamroll past the Reds. I, and I, I'll give that to Lamar. I'll give that to him. Oh, but when that divisional championship series comes up, and it's Chicago and it's Atlanta. I'm putting it all on the line. I'm going to say it. I don't care. 
Chicago will beat Atlanta to advance to the championship series. No question. None. Absolutely none. Now, once we get to the championship series against L.A., against the Dodgers, we're going to be in some trouble. We're going to be in some trouble. <laughs> I'll admit that. We're going to be in a hell of a lot of trouble because, I, oh, my gosh, they, they're on another level, especially with their pitching. I mean, I, there's no contesting that. There's no contesting that at all. However, I believe in a realistic world, the World Series is going to come down to, I believe it will be Tampa Bay and L.A., in my perfect world, it'll be Tampa Bay and the Cubs. That's me. And then the Cubs winning seven. And I'll digress to Lamoris because I already know what he's going to say. But let's, let's go. All right. So, Tampa Bay, they move on in the AL. The White Sox have arguably one of the top uh, offenses in all of Major League Baseball, if not the best outside of the Braves. They're probably going to beat the Yankees if the Yankees aren't healthy and don't find some sort of pitching. I think the Yankees' offense is, is going to be fine, but they got to remain ha- uh, healthy. The Astros get blown through by the A's, and I don't care about Cleveland and uh, the Twins. The <laughs> Twins probably win. Who cares? Nobody from the bottom half of that A's or Twins is going to make it out of the AL. It's it's either going to be Tampa Bay or the White Sox, um, I believe. Now, going to the NL, this is where all the interesting stuff's happening. Dodgers um, are going to make it past that first series. But what's going to be interesting about the next one, they're going up against the Padres. Padres have one of the best offenses as well. But Fernando, uh, whatever his name is, Tatis, that's an MVP caliber player that they're going up against. And I don't know how well that, that Dodgers lineup is going to do. They're, they've been dominant this year, but this year is kind of different in the sense that you're not playing all the teams. And the Dodgers, who they've been going up against, they haven't played anybody. So we'll see how that works out. I still have them winning, but I think it's going to be closer than what most people think. I have the Marlins beating the club the Cubs starting out mainly because the Marlins actually put up fights against the Braves. I've, you know, I see them firsthand. Uh, They're a legitimate team, surprisingly, with a bunch of no-name players. Don't know how they made it to the playoffs, but they made it. They have the Braves beating the Reds only because their offense is complete, like, domination and they're going to make it to the nl uh the braves are making an nlcs this year probably going to lose when they get there but they're going to make it but yeah overall i see the dodgers versus dodgers versus tampa bay i'm going to go with the one seeds if it's not tampa bay it's dodgers versus white Sox, and then uh i think the dodgers will end up winning unfortunately but yeah, that's my playoffs. Get out. I see a lot with y'all. Um, I'll just start off with my Yankees, just so we can get that out of the way. If this team was a hundred percent healthy, I could see them making a run. Right. I'm saying them winning this. I could see them going to the ALCS, potentially going to the World Series, but I don't think they would win the World Series even if they were hundred percent healthy. It's just right, and right now they're just too inconsistent. 
I wouldn't even say necessarily we need to find pitching. We just need to find consistency because we have games where we'll win 14 to one and then we'll turn around and lose to zero. It's, you, it's just, it's amazing how it can be within the same series, such a, such a, such a flip-flop right there. It makes no sense to me. So definitely don't see them. Uh, I think I got a little bit of a dark horse to make a run is the Blue Jays. Um, not saying they're going to, they're not going to win anything. They're not going to, you know, go to World Series. I just think they could, they, they have a dark horse chance to make a run. Uh, I feel like they're one of those teams that like they could just get hot. Um, I think at the end of the day, Tampa Bay will be the team coming out of the, the, the American league. And then um, in the national league, gotta be the Dodgers. I think coming out, I think Dodgers are just strong. You know, they, they're consistent. Uh, they're all, they, they've got that just playoff experience that not everybody has. And especially in a shortened season, it's going to be even easier for them. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be Dodgers and Tampa Bay. And I would give the advantage to the Dodgers. Fair. That's, that's about it. It's a, it's a safe pick. I know. It's, just, it's but it's, it's just. But what given, given what we've seen, that's, yeah. you know. It's, it's not a bad pick. No. Uh, but that's what we got from that. Um, go ahead and move on. We talked a lot about uh, teams in distress in college football at the beginning of this episode. Uh, but we're just going to get into our reactions from the week. Um, overall, uh, now that we've got three weeks in the books, what our thoughts are. Um, you know, if we want to change any of our predictions or if uh, there's a team that we think is going to be really hot it's coming out strong. Some teams that are front runners that are, that are looking real good, but they're not going to, they're going to fizzle out real quick. Um, and things of that nature. Lamoris, go ahead. I think there's a couple of key takeaways. The big 12 is trash. They're just, you know, everybody is just trash. I think the whole virus and not having camp has affected just about everybody unless you're returning QBs, returning the same players, all of these teams haven't had time to practice. I don't know how the Big Ten is going to do when they they don't have, you know, a full set amount of time to get the teams ready for games. Like a month to get ready for games is just like insane to me. Um, and that's that's been shown with how bad some of these quote-unquote top-tier teams have done starting out the gate. Georgia's been bad uh, offensively. LSU is starting out bad. But it's, it's all the programs that have seen drastic change. So mm, not Bama. Bama hasn't seen drastic change. They still return a Mac Jones. What? and Mac, they still Yeah, Mac ret- Jones. We lost – we lost nine people to the first three rounds of the NFL draft. That's drastic. You know how Alabama works. They just reload every so year. Because they can just so say – because Nick Saber just walks into the guy's house, drops all of his rings on the table and say, you want one? You you still have people who Because I guarantee you'll have one before you graduate if you come here. But right. I get and that. Well, it's all I got to do. But the math, I'll, I'll let him finish. But the fact that we're saying that there was no drastic change is – kind of far-fetched. I mean, but if that's we were not talking about any – that They have that many first-round picks every year. Solo, that's not drastic like that. change when you have the same offense, you have the same coaching staff. You still have players who have been on the program and Mac Jones with game experience coming in 
and taking the reins. You're still returning the same uh, running back. You still have a serviceable offensive line. It's not drastic change. It's not drastic change that you see with this LSU team that lost um, basically their entire team. It's not the same as where you fire offensive coordinator and you don't have any returning QBs coming back to a Georgia team. It's, it's, there's different levels to it. Alabama is in a good spot right now. They're still tops in the nation with Clemson, with Ohio State, if they get started. Um, but the teams that would really need the practice time, their lack of practice is showing, in my opinion. The same with the Florida State team. The lack of practice is really showing. They, oh my God. Lost but, to Tech. And Georgia Tech lost woo, woo. to Syracuse. You got boat raced by Syracuse. Woo, woo. But but that's that's the main thing that I see. Um, and then anything can happen this year. Anything can really happen. I don't I don't know if you can accurately predict what's going to happen throughout the season because you don't know when a team is going to go down with a virus just like Notre Dame. Um, not sure how long they're going to be out or if it's just going to be this one week. But, like, could you imagine if Alabama just loses 15, 20 players? Like, like Southern did, like uh, uh, Virginia did. Right. And it's, it's kind of hard when you don't have the depth right there because players have opted out. Like, you, you're kind of handicapped yourself uh, in terms of what you can do this year. So I, to say that I'm confident in any of my picks right now, you know, if nothing else changes, I would still pick Alabama, Clemson, um, yeah. I picked Georgia to beat, or I picked Florida be, to beat Georgia this year because we don't have a starting quarterback yet. But, you know, even that could still now. change. Yeah, even worse than now. But, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see what happens. Go ahead, cereal boy. It's gumbo. But... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, it's 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 nine thirty in the morning there. I assume you're <laughs> eating cereal. I, I think it's a safe assumption to have. All right, let's 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 get two things out of the way. Okay, one, college football season. I'm glad for it to be back, but there's really no even point in playing these games. I we already know who's going to be at the end, at the end very at right now. We already do. Clemson has no competition in the a- in the ACC outside of Miami. And I don't even think Miami's going to come close to when it comes to that Clemson game. I guess I saw still what happened that- a couple of years ago when Miami was supposedly, you know, back and they played Clemson in the in the ACC championship and and yeah, wasn't it like it a 21 really well. point blowout? It it wasn't a it wasn't a game. That's that's all I remember. Exactly. So that's what I see right now. Um, you look at the Big 12, like you said, <laughs> I wish, I wish Oklahoma may, I hope they make the playoff and I hope they play Alabama only because I can see Mac Jones throwing for almost 600 yards. I really could. Like if Kansas State, Kansas State now, his quarterback nearly had 300 yards. 
Come on now. Let's go. In the SEC, I mean, unless something drastic happens, I mean, I mean something like terribly drastic happens, it's it's literally it's Alabama, and I mean, like seventeen steps behind you have, and then it's not even close for anybody else. Like yeah. it's not, it's not. I hate to say that, I really don't. But I mean, it's it's the god honest truth. Like there's nobody there. SEC is not what what not what it was a decade ago when. You had you had dudes all over the place. It's just you know, yeah. It's right now for right now. It's literally it's just Alabama. The only game that I can see Alabama struggling in, the only game I can see them struggling in, would be the Iron Bowl. But if history serves us correct, well, that, that's history, a rivalry game. You you, 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 you know, you gotta you gotta throw everything out the window with a rivalry game. We know that. Correct. But just look at recent history. Every time we lose to Auburn in the Iron Bowl on some like lucky ass play or you know gene chiswick or what's the guy that's there now i forget his name smiles on yeah like every time that they do something like you know like smart like you ever seen that like he used the rules last year to you know to win the game like nothing like spectacular like it wasn't like auburn was the clear-cut dominant team they just they beat us look what happens every time after that like we come back and then we steamroll them Mm-hmm. Huh? Y'all get bailed out. We don't get bailed out. We steamrolled them. We steamrolled them. This isn't this isn't the Georgia Florida rivalry, okay? This is the real one. This 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 is the beat boy rivalry. Okay, just 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 being honest. But yeah, I, I just I don't see. And if anything showed you, if you watched the Alabama game last night, anything should show you that and I like Mac Jones. Don't get me wrong. I really do. I like Mac Jones. But if, if yesterday didn't show you anything, is that if Mac Jones goes out, Bryce Young is that guy. Like, legit, Bryce Young is probably better than Mac Jones right now. But Mac Jones is starting because it's his last year of eligibility. We're just being completely honest. Like, the way that that kid throws the ball is it's Tua-esque. And he can run like Jalen. He's not big like Jalen, but he can run. I'm I'm just I'm flat out excited because as soon as Sunshine Jesus Lawrence leaves Clemson this year, it's not even gonna be close in the next couple years. It's not even gonna be close. We're gonna be right back to normal. Everything's gonna be right where it needs to be. Alabama on top and everybody else is gonna be sorry. But, yeah, Alabama and Clemson in the national title game, Alabama edges it out by a field goal. I think that's a, that's a pretty, uh, pretty solid prediction right there. Uh, I don't see – I mean, as far as the teams that I thought were going to go far, I'm not surprised by anything I'm seeing from any of them. Um, now, we, do, we did have some news between the last time we were on and now. Big Ten – and Pac-12 have agreed to come back. Big 10 is still going to have, I think, a total of 11 games when it's all said and done, while the Pac-12 is going to have a total of eight. Now, I think Big 10 is going to have enough games to, to be in the college football playoff conversation. 
I don't think that the Pac-12 is going to have that, that. I don't think there's enough games there for them to put a resume together to have somebody go. Uh, but that's just my thoughts. What do, what do you guys think? I mean, unpopular opinion. I don't even think that the big the Big Ten is going to have enough. I mean, I feel like you're going to have to put them in there just because it's like, who are you going to put in from the Big Twelve in the college in the college playoff? You can't. Like the best team, Oklahoma is, they're subpar at best. And Texas had a win, but had to score sixty points just to beat Texas Tech. Texas Tech, Texas Tech. So oh. you think? Do you think they're going to put that much weight in how you win this year? Because it seems like just about every conference is going through some teams just like not playing well whatsoever. Well, I don't think that's going to be the first. The first, you know, like qualification um but i think when you get down to like when you're splitting hairs between teams you have to look at that you do it's just, it's because the what the what the committee has been saying for years is that they pretty much use the eye test who right. best four teams and if texas and oklahoma look like garbage for 10 weeks and they still they they still come out nine and one, eight and two, and then Ohio State. Yeah, they came to the party late, but they go ten and zero, and they dominated everybody. I, I, it's an easy answer there. Yeah, I mean, if we're being completely honest with ourselves, like the most complete conference is the Big Ten, like from top to bottom. Like yeah. the Big Ten isn't isn't top heavy. I mean, no. yes, Ohio State is in a class of its own, but Michigan, Penn State, Iowa. Wisconsin. Wisconsin, you know, maybe Nebraska this year. I'm saying maybe, maybe. Michigan State's kind of in the, is in there as well. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like you have, like, you got six to eight teams that you're like, okay, you can be a force to record. We got to pay attention. We can't look to the team after them. When they come up on the schedule, yeah, like you, you gotta. Right, it's like you can't you can't be worried about USC the week after. You gotta be worried about Michigan State right now. Exactly, like I mean, with the ACC, it's literally it's Clemson and then nobody. The SEC, like you have Alabama, maybe, and I'm saying maybe, maybe Auburn, maybe, and then there's nobody else that gives me any issues like whatsoever. So, personal opinion, I mean. How much huh? is that? How much is that we've seen the teams play versus um, the actual like skill level of of the Big Ten? So, like, if normally before the season started, right, right. if we were looking at uh, Auburn, a Georgia, LSU, whoever, um, would you say that they're still overall better than the SEC? Because I thought our our consensus was that the SEC is clearly the best from top to bottom. I say, here's what I'm saying. I say that what you're saying, like, like us, me, me being able to see the teams right now, does that have a damp, have an effect on what I'm saying? Yes, it does. Right. But I've already seen these teams play and I haven't seen the big 10 play, but we've always said, and I've always said that if it's not the SEC, 
It has right. to be the Just Big Ten. Be the Big Ten, right? It has to be the Big Ten. Now, here's why I'm saying that right now, because we knew before going in, we knew once LSU lost Joe Burrow, their running back, their receiving core, and their passing coordinator, that they weren't going to be as good. Six was a generous ranking for them. I don't for think sure. they should have been in the top. 10. I think part of that was because we had no, we, we weren't ranking any U.S. any Pac-12 or Big Ten teams. Exactly. Notre Dame was so, the top ten. You know, so the Pac-12 wasn't being, going to change that. No, you're right. You're right. Well, uh, Oregon, uh, no. Oregon, and maybe Washington, maybe. Yeah, but that maybe. still, that, that yeah. why freaking Louisiana is is still ranked. Wow. Yeah. Louisiana is ranked 19th. Struggle win against Southern? Hello? <laughs> but, no, with that being said, man, I just – I honestly do think that, like I said, do I think that the SEC has a better better brand of football than the Big Ten? Yes. But when we're talking about pound for pound, when we're matching up teams, okay, the standard is Alabama, okay? I believe that they're a better team than Ohio State. But then when you start looking at the teams that are left in the SEC that I don't even think they can compete with Ohio State, that list is pretty long. Like, I got maybe Auburn, maybe Florida. And then that's it. And then you're talking about after that, it's Michigan and Penn State. And I honestly don't think that our, like, Texas Tech going up against Michigan. Michigan is going to, in my opinion, Michigan is going to beat them. If you're talking about Michigan going up against uh, that gummit, who? Like Arkansas. Oh, no, my Arkansas is trash. Let me keep going. But like Mississippi State or Southern or South Carolina, you know? Those are actual games. And I mean, I still think that Michigan can edge it out. So, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to say right now that college football-wise, it's SEC 1A, Big Ten 1B, instead of it being 1-2. I'm, I'm willing to say that now. I'll give you that. Yeah. And, sheesh, the Big 12 is on the same freaking level as the Pac-12. Now, I don't even understand why we're even. No. They're just terrible. Once you pass the, the Mississippi River, we really don't have to have to have a conversation. This is true. This is true. Yeah. Like, they look like they would be better off playing in the Mountain West right now, but that's none of my business. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm looking at it, and, you know, I, I don't – I'm, you know, going to talk about my team for 10 seconds just because they didn't play this week. Uh, they mollywopped South, uh, South Florida like they should have, but – Quarterback still didn't throw for over 150 yards. Yeah. I mean, we don't <laughs> pass. You don't have a pass. Yeah, yeah, it's great. We beat them 52 to nothing. But you don't have a passing game. You don't have a complete no. team. You don't need one if you win. Problems. That's going to be a lot of problems when you face teams that can stop the run. That means Exactly. Like Louisville. Louisville can't stop the run. Louisville. Louisville was just in a shootout. With who? Um, 
when they played, what's his name, Miami last week. They were in a shootout playing against arguably, arguably the second best team in the ACC. Mm-hmm. They were in a shootout. Mm-hmm. With Miami the passing the ball, not running the ball. They and I said that, L- that Louisville can stop the run, not the pass. They can't. But they okay. can't. Okay. But anyways, uh, <laughs> on, because uh, I know you guys could, could just go off on Notre Dame for another two hours, but we got other things to get to. Uh, get to the NFL. Do we? We got, do we? We got two weeks of NFL games to discuss. Um, first thing I want to talk about is how bad has Drew Brees looked? He looked old. Don't ever That's- compare Drew Brees to the GOAT ever. Don't, I don't want to hear nothing. I don't want to say nothing. Without that little damn receiver to run little slant routes, and little comeback routes, Drew Brees is ass. Complete booty butt cheeks. He's the piece of crap that gets stuck in between your butt cheeks, and then you gotta like grab it with a little with you know with the paper towel, I mean with the toilet paper and snatch it and then pull out butt heads. That's what Drew Brees is playing like right now. Is Jameis Winston gonna start at some point this season? God no. You don't understand. If Jameis Winston <laughs> winds up starting over Drew Brees. I, 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 I'm going to have a field day. I'm going to have a field day. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose it. But you know who called that? You know who's been saying that? We had that conversation earlier. In, in earlier. This guy right here, even though somebody on this podcast, who shall remain nameless, was swore up and freaking down. Swore up and down that Drew Brees was still elite. Wow. That was not That's my argument. Nice. The argument that was, was so that nice. Drew Brees wasn't an elite quarterback and that he he was in the in the ranks of being an elite quarterback. Nobody thought he was still elite better than anybody in the league right now. It's clear as day that uh Lamar Jackson and Pull it. Pull the tape. Cut the check. You need to pull that tape. We need to pull that let's, tape. Let's pull it. I want to pull that we, tape. We were talking oh, about where, where, legacies. Where, 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 nothing. Uh, where, where's Christy? Christy, hey, pull the tape for us. It, it, I think it was week three. Pull, pull the tape. Appreciate you. Pull the tape. Christy says she's pulling the tapes right now. But in what world? We ain't going to go back to this argument, but I would just like to say, Drew Brees has looked the exact same for the last seven years, and this man, quote-unquote, quote-unquote, is not a system quarterback. <laughs> Bull. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and I'm doubling down on it. Double bullshit. Let's triple down. Triple bullshit. Can, can we system say, ass quarterback. Can we say system outside of the Buccaneers right now, the NFC South is flying their flag upside down? The entire- yes. 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 Well, we, we knew Carolina was going to be bad. Falcons look like butt cheeks. Yeah. Granted, they, they should have lost game one. It was the Cowboys game that, that really set it off. Yeah. When does Dan Quinn mm. get fired? Not when he should. Because he should have been fired by last, last year. year. 
Yeah, last year. When will he get fired? He should have been fired 28 to 3. Sorry. That's true. We should have hired, uh, what's his name, over him, offensive coordinator. Shanahan. Shanahan, yeah. But I don't know. NFC South is just – New Orleans is still going to win, which is sad. But uh, that's Mm. why I call it – I think the Bucks are. I think it's the Bucks have got it figured out now. I think they do. I mean, Tom also, Brady still looks like they're he's showing the outside kick of NFL countdown right now. They're showing that. <laughs> they got Y'all say the players the, right there watching it, watching the the, the, <laughs> the Bucks play Carolina. I'm not totally sold that they have it wrapped up right now. I still think that the Saints can get by with winning the division. They lost to a good Oakland team. Like Oakland still, or not Oakland, whatever, Las Vegas. Um, Raiders, yeah. Yeah. Uh, good it's Las- looking surprisingly good. Right. Okay. They're 2 well, right now. Put Kansas this in City. context, though. Put it in context, though. No, no, no. They they, they're they're they, like they when Tech beat Florida team. State. It's like when Tech beat Florida State. They looked good. But it's Thank like you. we had a low. We have a low bar. Yes, we have a low bar. You have a super low bar. It's like you look good. You look better than compared to last year. Last year was like what Drew Brees has looked like for the past seven years without a damn gun, good wide receiver. But that's, See, here's the that's issue though. Here's the issue though. The gentlemen clubs in Oakland aren't like the gentlemen's clubs in Las Vegas. That's why they're playing well right now. Oh, I'm not gonna bring. I'm not gonna say anything. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be nice. It's Sunday. We're gonna. We're gonna be respectful. They, they, be they respectful. had the Lou Williams uh, lemon pepper wings. It must be some good lemon pepper wings. Don't. Hey, all I'm gonna say is don't touch your eyes <laughs> after you eat the wings. Don't touch your eyes. <laughs> Derek Carr gonna be throwing touchdowns like this. Derek, what happened to your eye? Oh, I got into a, um an altercation. So it looks like syphilis on your eye. No, I got into an altercation. Everything's fine. I'm good. So go just Raiders. have seafood allergies. To, 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 to go back to our Super Bowl picks, I look like an asshole with my Super Bowl picks. Yeah, you do. But, I mean, when it's all right. Ever, you know. Well, Morris actually looks pretty good with his pick. And then who did you have? Solomon? Y'all got to tell me. I forgot. Shoot. <laughs> This isn't bad. I think you. I forgot. You you had somebody wild out of the NFC though. No, I didn't. You did. No, I didn't. You I had... said the Browns would make the playoffs, but I mean that was the wildest thing that I said. Let me let me go back. Let me, let me do this. I think can can we recognize that all the analysts out there, uh, professional ones. When it came to New England, we're stupid. We had been saying that. Though. Yeah, like, yeah. I just want to. I just want to reiterate. Now the fact that we have evidence of this, it's like y'all. Bill Belichick is still there, <laughs> and Cam Newton is not a shell of himself. Like I mean, the, but not even that. But, he can do. He, he, you can do whatever you want with him. All you had with Tom Brady was five ten yard slants. That's it. That's his yeah. one 
everything that he had. You want to throw Cam Newton got it. You want to throw on the run? Cam Newton got it. You want to you want to run zone read? Cam Newton's got it. You want to just run quarterback power? Cam's got it. Give and let's be and let's be completely honest. Let's be completely honest. If they would have had any any type of push on that last play, I'm talking about any. I lost type fantasy of push. because of that play. If he scored a touchdown, I'm winning by five hundredths of a point. In that, that's how it was. five hundredths of a point. I would have won that 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 game. But that's all I'm saying, man. It's like this, like he, like he was this close to beating who we all think is a hands down Super Bowl pick. I'm not saying that they'll make it, but like they're hands down, they're a contender. It's not even close. The Seahawks are a contender. So when you think about that, and he's doing that, he only lost by what? They lost by what? Five? Four? Yeah. That was four. Like, well, either way, a touchdown would have won. Yeah, the yeah but, a touchdown would have won the game. It's like let's let let's let's come back, and let's all everybody let's say I'm sorry, because Cam Newton is still, was, and will forever be, that guy. I wish y'all had the same type of patience and analysis he of go. Cam Newton that you do of go. Drew Brees and Tom Brady because they're. They're all at the same spot. They they look good in one game, and then one game they just look kind of bleh. You're like not bad. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. no. I, I got this. Tag it, tag it, tag it, tag it. I got this. Tag it, tag it, tag it. I got this. So you gonna sit here and tell me <laughs> that you honestly think that Cam Newton looked bleh as bleh as what we seeing in New Orleans. As mm-hmm. bad as that display that we had with Tom Brady in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees can't throw 20 yards down the field. 20. Mm-hmm. They're too old. I got five-year-olds down here at the elementary school that can throw the ball 30, 20 yards down the field. That's 20. good. See, you got me frustrated. You see this little vein in my head? That's how frustrated That's- I am. This is insane. You are out of your mind asking for patience for Proven, proven Cam veterans. New- Cam Newton's proven veteran too. He still looked bled Cam against Newton, uh, the no, Dolphins. No, 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 no. Because Tom Brady, Tom Brady, and Drew Brees have not been playing hurt for the last two years. They haven't. Cam Newton's been Drew playing Brees, on one Drew leg. Drew Brees was literally out last year. What are you talking about? What? What are you talking about? That's let, let me started. give you Cam Newton's Cam That's Newton's stats. Week one, 155 yards passing, 75 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Ooh, two rushing touchdowns. Okay. Let's be two. clear. They touchdowns. And that, and that performance. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, JT, Let JT, me talk. JT. 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 No, no, no. I'm going to give you the full JT. stats. JT. Then you can talk. Then you can talk. Yeah, finish the stats, JT. Finish the stats. Keep going. Week two against the Seahawks. Mm. The seat good performance. Mm-hmm. Four touchdowns, one interception, 47 yards rushing, two rushing touchdowns. Six touchdowns. Six. Right. Good performance. I said that. They had one bled. Not bad. Not That's bad. Not bad. I'm, not saying, 
That's not blessed. He got me 26 fantasy points. Don't tell me that's blessed. JT, listen, I said the Dolphins, the game against the Dolphins, Cam Newton looked just bled. Not bad. I'm not saying he played bad. He played decent, but it wasn't like a Cam Newton but typical best performance. He played. played true reason, oh, he's had, he has, he's had a, he's had a black game and a meh game. He hasn't had a great game, so you can't use Thank that. You. Person. you can't. Thank you. This man literally. Let's be honest. Like the Bucks defense ain't even like that, and he struggled. Not, I mean, like not struggle, struggle, but he looked ordinary against them. And you're talking about a man that doesn't have the receiving core that Drew Brees has. He has a better offensive line, but doesn't have close to the run game or the receiving core that Drew Brees has in New Orleans. And he almost demolishes them single-handedly. I mean, you you can't sit there and deny that. You can't sit there the and deny that. His best receiver, receiver is Nikhil Harry. Drew Brees, no. Harry, best receiver. The Bucks' defense is arguably, at least coming into the season, was supposed to be one of these quote-unquote special defenses that was supposed to carry Tom Brady until he figured his shit out. I don't know what you're talking about, Solo, with the Bucks' defense being trash. They were literally one of the top defenses last year, and they're coming back and returning basically the oh, entire bad. team. JT, is this, 220, is this 2020 or 2019? 2020. Oh, my bad. I was just making sure. So that last your junk don't matter. I was, okay, I was so, sure. so 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 like, so we're never going to talk about shit in the past. We're never we're never going to talk about we're never going to talk about shit from the past. We're never going to talk about shit from the past. So I'm just saying, are we going based off last year? We're going based off this year because if we're going based off last year, everybody, you want to compare to what he did last year compared to what he did now? He's got like. Okay, so if 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 we're if we're going to go that route, you know what I think? I think Drew Brees and Tom Brady are one thousand two million times better than uh, Peyton Manning because we're not talking about shit from the past, and we're just basing off what they're doing this year. Since we're just going to throw everything from the past, it's uh, irrelevant. We're doing that. It's so it's oh, my bad. But so, solo, that's I, I, your I'm argument. Saying, that's so, your I'm argument. Saying, I'm just saying. You chose I'm just saying, that argument. You so, chose so, it. so so we saying. Are we going, so we're gonna compare somebody that's not that's the retired at the league. Now, yeah. now you're just trying to you yeah. know switch your bases. I'm you're not petty. gonna do that to me. I, I'm being petty. We already Matt, know Ryan, Matt Ryan we is already a better quarterback. Speaking than of, all, speaking Matt of being Ryan petty. is a better quarterback than all of them put together this year. Speaking Ooh. of being petty, Matt we're moving Ryan. on. Hey, hey, ding ding ding. <laughs> Rounds over. Rounds no, over. No, no, he ain't gonna end on that. He said Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than this. Boy, please. They're hey, no, no, no. Let that stew because he's gonna see how foolish that is today. But anyways, anyways, we're moving on. Speaking of petty, we're moving on to our final segment, petty moment of the week. Mine's an installment from two weeks ago because we haven't been able to be on, but it's it's worth it. Solo, you're gonna laugh. Lamoris, you're gonna stick your chin out a little bit, but uh. Y'all go ahead first, and I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Okay, I've got two of them. Uh, one goes to an entire um, country. You know, I'm petty. I'm here for the petty stuff. But this one was just wild when I saw it. Ty Lawson went to um, a gentleman's club while he was overseas. Man, stole my um, petty moment. <laughs> and he decided to... 
post um, on his Instagram saying that the uh, girls in China uh, got cakes on the low. And he posted a picture of him getting a nice little um, lap dance. China then responds and kicks him out of the CBA <laughs> and sends him back to the United States because the girls in China just got cakes. Um, you know, I love to see it, but you know, shouts out to China to, to not like cakes. Daddy issues are global, I guess. Just saying. Are y'all still there? I can't hear nobody. We got no. Yeah, we're, we're here. Gonna... We're, we're oh, waiting for you. You stole my petty moment, man. That was uh, that was mine. <laughs> oh, I got another one then. Uh, I don't know who he is, but he's a UFC fighter, Colby uh, Covington. Oh no 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 he no! Called... Give me that one. Yeah, give me that one. No, 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 no. Give me that one. Give me that one. Give me that one. Give me that. One. I deserve that one. I deserve that one. Please give me that one. Please Wait, go ahead and talk about your spineless coward of a goat. Yeah. So this five foot four, five foot six, one hundred and seventy pound to every you know gun-toting redneck on the internet, trained fighter, wins a fight and says that LeBron James is a spineless coward for his stance on Black Lives Matter. And I want to tell you, personally, I've never been more proud of my NBA peoples because we all they all united and came together and started bashing this man. But I have a question for you. In a street fight, Let's just say this in a street fight, Dim Alley, you have a five foot five, 170 pound man going up against a six nine, 250 pound guy. I just want you to marinate on this for a second. If your life was on the line, if your life was on the line, and we're talking about street fights, no rules whatsoever. Who are you taking in that fight with no names attached to it? No names attached to it. So I would like to respond the same way Colby did. And I quote, LOL at the snowflakes that believe LeBron James could even last 10 seconds with me. If that coward had the balls or their ability to kick anyone's ass, Delonte West would have lost his teeth long before his meth habit. And I mean, shouts like, out that's, to Kobe. Shouts out to Kobe for what? I mean, all I'm saying is, is for being petty and knowing and inciting a fight when you know that like, LeBron can't. Like, first of all, why would we even respond to this? That's one. You, you first of all, you got your jaw broken in by a black man already for talking this shit. And I'm just saying, this is my personal opinion. I, I watched that fight. Usman is only 5'7", 172. And when I say your jaw was kabroke, it was kabroke. I don't even want to think what's going to happen if somebody that's 
a foot and a half taller. Or, or sorry, a, like a foot and a couple inches taller. And the force of a locomotive coming at me. Because I'm sorry. Let's just talk about fighting. You give LeBron six months, and he has a seven-foot-one wingspan, yeah, Kobe's going Kobe's gonna to definitely be able to do some damage. If we're talking about a street fight. Floyd, remember, and this, I'm going to end on this. Floyd Mayweather was undefeated until he got into a street fight with T.I. And T.I. gave him them hands. Because when you on the streets, there, there are no rules. There are no rules in the street fight. Floyd Mayweather got, he, he learned hooked on finals that day. T.I. hit him expeditiously. Shout out to that podcast. And I'll be quiet. All right, I, I got it. Uh, this goes back to the season opener for the Detroit Lions. Um, Stafford to Swift, and UGA finds a way to even choke on Sundays. That's that, not a wide receiver. I didn't say it's not. He's not a wide receiver. That's what we're going that to check is that a up tweet too. From one of our Fellow VSU alums, Mr. Jake Godin. What did Jake say? He said Stafford Swift and UGA finds a way to choke even on Sundays. You didn't see it. Golden. Golden. I love him. I really do. But Golden has, like, some weird takes on football. Like, weird, weird takes on football. You know, but I'll give it to him. That was a good tweet. That was, I'll give him – that was a – from a Florida fan, that, that was a solid tweet. I mean, it was a solid tweet, but, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I just kind of feel like that's kind of not right. I mean, I give, I give UGA the just do. Like, you can't say shit about Florida. I mean – the best player to come out of your school in the past 10 years is dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Is there anything you guys got uh, want to talk about that we didn't hit on that happened this week? If you have anybody from Sony or Microsoft listening, all y'all some hoes. Release those pre-orders so we could get our game. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Don't call Microsoft out like that. Microsoft, you goaded, okay? I was able actually to get through on your page. Sony... You and this PS5, y'all are ass. Complete buddy boot cheeks ass. And if I don't get a pre-order, I'm going to be highly upset. Do something right for a change. Got me I'm over trying here. trying to get my all access, though. Well, on that note, enjoy the games today. Stay safe. Have a good one. This has been Georgia Bama Coaches. Have a good one. Oh, I mean. Man, I, I'm just trying to get a system. Like, come on.